0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined here today by boys varsity wrestler, it is Mr. Khalil Cuff. Khalil, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for being on the show. You know, we're very selective as to who we choose to be on it, and I'm glad you took time out of your day. It's a pleasure. So let's get into it. Yesterday, you had a dual meet against East Meadow, where you notched a pinfall victory. How did you feel about your specific performance and that of the team's?
1: I feel like my specific performance, I personally try to put it all on the mat. I, try, I honestly, every time I try to go 100% for my team and for myself and for my coaches, I try to execute holds as best as I can. But it's a team effort as much as it's a solo sport it's just a one man sport and it's just you, the mat and the opponent and if you win you win you lose you lose and it's all on you but if you win it's just a great feeling if you win I feel like yesterday my performance was very good as I tried to imply what I practiced in the room a lot on the mat such such for instance like um, the tilt that I did yesterday and a lot of the moves that we practiced this week alright that's
0: very good and although you guys did you guys win that meet? Nah, we lost. We came up short. Right. And even before that, you guys went up against MacArthur, which is one of the best teams in Nassau County. Although it did not go well, what did you learn
1: from being on the mat with one of the top teams? I learned that if you want to be a top dog, you got to step up your game. You got to be very tough mentally and physically. You got to be prepared. You can't just go in and without any training or any pre- preparing, you can't just go in and expect to win every single one because without the preparation, you're not – you're not really preparing to win, you're preparing to fail if you fail to prepare. And hearing you say those words are very interesting. How do you look to bestow that mentality among your teammates? Well, I try to lead by example by either if I'm on a mat and I'm wrestling 100%, that's kind of me giving the message to my teammate that you guys should also be wrestling 100% because I'm never quitting on them, so you guys shouldn't quit on me. My teammates are very good. For instance, like Ruben Jovell, he's a workhorse. He lo- he always at practice, he never misses practice. He's always going 100%, he never holds back, whether it's... A- it's a good win or a win by a little bit, or even if it's a tough loss, he never holds back, or other teammates, for instance. So I just try to lead by example.
0: And you guys started off the season with wins against Hicksville, Oceanside, and Southside, but as we just mentioned before, you guys have slowed down a bit. What do you think has been the contributing factor towards the team's slight decline?
1: Um, I just feel like... um, there have been like a little bit of factors. Maybe our focus in practice maybe hasn't been the best, but we're definitely picking it back up after the wake up call from McCarthy and East Meadow. So we're definitely in, we're definitely going to start improving in practice, and we need to focus more mentally and prepare ourselves for the for the rest of the season and go into the playoffs and counties so we can qualify as many guys as we can to the county tournament at the end of the year. Looking at you now, you
0: guys, well, you you were ranked in your weight class by Long Island Wrestling Association at the beginning of the season. Since then, you have suffered some tough losses but have bounced back with some great wins, which has resulted in you being unranked as of now. And, of course, rankings are just numbers.
1: They don't really matter in the long term. Yeah. But
0: what flaws have you seen in your game since the beginning of the season?
1: Personally, I felt like... In the beginning of the season, I had such a great start, and I was just on on, I was on a roll. I was on fire, and I just got a little bit too full of myself. So when I I took my first loss when I went up to Albany for Wrangle at the Plains at Shenandoah. And I just felt like I was just too confident. I was just overconfident. I felt like I was going to win anything without really trying too hard. And I think that's what really got the best of me because what had happened in my first match, it was the very first match of the tournament, I came in, it was a kid from Monroe Woodbury. And I really felt like I was better than him if I just gave it 100% like I should have, but I didn't because I was in the uh, right mindset, right mentality that day. So it was at the end of the period, I was up by, I believe, a takedown and I was just, just just trying to get the get the match done and over with. So with 20 seconds left to go, I was just backing up, and I got a stall calling. I got a stall warning on me. Then I went on the line. The coach was yelling at me, take a single, but I just felt like I was fine just backing up and circling out, and I thought I would be good until the end of the match. So I started backing up and circling. This guy kept coming aggressive because he wanted to score so badly, and he wanted to win the match. And he just, I think he wanted the win more than me at the time. So I was just circling. Then eventually I got hit for stalling again and i gave up a point so now i'm only down by one so i think five seconds left he shoots on me i'm not really ready and i'm not really prepared mentally so i get taken down at the end of the period then we go into overtime then i'm i'm wrestling my coaches are a little bit annoyed and irritated how i just let him get the takedown at the end of the period so we go into i think it was a third overtime the third overtime is when I'm, I was on top, he was on bottom he needed one point to win the whole match I was on top, I was riding him, I was trying to map return him but eventually he got his hips out and I was just hanging on by literally a string and it caused me because since I was just hanging on by a single it caused a point like a technical point and he got escaped and I lost mentally it just messed me up for the rest of the day and I eventually acquired my second loss to playing that kid that same day but ever since then I've been trying to not not let myself get too ahead of myself, and to just always execute. Or if I if I lose in the first few matches, I always wrestle back with a positive mentality to score and execute and keep executing holes that coaches tell me at practice or in my corner. So that so I'm just trying to work on. Rebounding if I lose Or just executing holes In the first place So matches like that Don't happen ever again
0: You know Though you're trying to Learn to bounce back From tough losses I'm guessing from that in the planes match The first match You learn to like be humble yeah. and not really get too cocky when you've had a long string of wins which leads me to my next question not many sports at the high school level allow you to go upstate or down south for different games you know you stay within your region and although for wrestling it's nice to go against your conference opponents as you mentioned before it's nice to go upstate to Albany to wrestle in these big tournaments how do those experiences wrestling from wrestling kids from all over the state how, do that, how does that help you and your skill set for the remainder of the season
1: Personally, I feel like it exposes me to different types of, like, styles of wrestling and different competition because it's not just versing guys from Nassau County or guys from Suffolk County, guys that are down the street that you're probably going to wrestle later on in the year at these local tournaments. You're really getting exposures to guys all around the state, even the region, the guys from Pennsylvania or Maine or anywhere in the Northeast region. And it's just, it's just a good experience because now I know what the top competition is like in New York State or even in America if these guys are nationally ranked. So now I know what I have to work for, what skill level I have to be at, what kind of hustling mentality I need to have before I enter in the qualifier tournament, the county tournament, if possible, the state tournament and how how tough it is going to be along the road as I'm trying to fight to become a state champion or a county champion or past, even as a dual meet team, just as a team, like a dual meet champion, the mindset that we all need not just me not just myself but people like Ruben, Daniel Gen D, any other guys that are in JV or varsity we need as a team so I feel like going upstate and going to all of these places that are not just in Long Island or down the street it's really giving us better exposure to the better competition around America in general
0: does it spark fear in you when you wrestle these nationally ranked athletes or does it spark a flame that all right I know this guy's ranked above me so he's probably better than me but that's only going to make
1: me heighten my game even more I usually don't really stress myself too much about rankings. If there's a guy that's number one, I probably won't even know until someone tells me after. But even if I do know that someone's naturally ranked, like last year I wrestled Kyle Mosher. He was ranked, I believe, third or fifth in the nation. But I just use that not as fear, but I just wanted to see where I was at as an athlete, as a wrestler. I just use that as motivation. Like if I beat him or if I could score on him, then I'm in pretty good shape for whatever is Section 8 or Nassau County or Suffolk has to throw at me so wrestling these nationally ranked wrestlers is really improving me as a person mentally and physically because now I get to practice my technique that I've been practicing all the time in the room all the time in the off season on a guy that knows what he's doing and expects almost everything that's been grinding almost as much or more than me that's
0: cool to hear that's very cool to hear seeing how other athletes elevate your game, and you are clearly bringing that to Baldwin, which is gonna spread from you to your teammates, and then so on and so forth. Now to get into you specifically, talk to me about how you developed
1: your love and passion for wrestling. So I started wrestling in seventh grade, and when I first started wrestling, I just thought of it at first as a young seventh grader, still in middle school, as just like something to try, like football or basketball, just like another hobby, just something fun to do. I originally started it to like be stronger, and I thought it was gonna be like something like Rocky, because Rocky really inspired me to try wrestling or do any martial arts. Like at first, I was a, I was a black belt on Taekwondo when I was five and in New Jersey. Before I eventually oh, moved to sunset. Baldwin. Fun fact. And then my father, he's big in jujitsu and football. So that's what made me do football and um, wrestling. And then what really grew my passion is the coaching staff, like Janasco and Stu. Those are my two first coaches for wrestling when I was down in the middle school. And they really inspired me because now it shows me that I have people in my corner that are by my side no matter what, whether win or lose, they're there for me. And they're always going to, they always want to see me progress and grow as a person, not even just a wrestler as a person and then the relationship me and Murphy have personally is 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 very interesting in that Murphy's pretty much the person that really got me into wrestling cause he's he kind of like took me under his wing during the all season and built, sent me to camps like NC State. One year he sent me to Edinburgh University intensive camp to get exposure to like college workouts and get exposure to these college coaches and college wrestlers that have experiences and stories that you can learn from or whatever. And it's just like eighth grade I really, really wanted to do wrestling. I really wanted to be invested. I really just wanted I wanted to be a wrestler. And going in Ninth grade, 10th grade that goal just from being undefeated in middle school or beating some guy that's ranked has grew to being a county champ I want to be a county champ, I want to be a state champ and then eventually after I get those goals, those long term goals then I can go on to try to achieve being an NCAA champ or a national champ or even crazier, an Olympic champion in wrestling
0: That's very good to hear Clearly, wrestling is not only affecting you and your body, getting yourself bigger, but it's affecting your mind, you are growing to be a more motivational person, and also the, your demeanor, your mentality, wrestling has a whole bunch of stuff to do with that. And if I picked up correctly, you, did, you do play football, and you said your dad is a huge reason for you to do that, but wrestling is not your traditional team sport. So what is it about wrestling that sets it apart from other sports such as football?
1: Wrestling is not, it's not the traditional teen sport as when you're on the mat, you, your name gets called up either at a tournament or a duel meet. It's you, the other guy, and the mat and you have nobody else to rely on. You are the offense and defense constantly. It's not like you're taking breaks. You can't just, oh, all right, now I'm gonna go try to attack his legs. Oh, I couldn't succeed, so now it's his turn. There's no taking turns. You're constantly offense and defense. You're constantly trying to take the guy down and turn him or pin him, and it's only you. So if you mess up, it's you. But if you win, it's also you. So you you have that great feeling at the end of the mat. Just that little one or two seconds where the ref at the end of the match, just raising your hand is the greatest feeling in the world because you know that you put in the hours, you put in the sweat, you put in the grind to get that one win or the multiple wins if you're at a tournament and to help your team, especially when you get those bonus points for a pin or a tech or a major. And it just it's really set apart from the all sports, football, basketball, all those other team sports because this wrestling is very... It's very grunt It's very tough on the mind. It's very mental because you can't just go into a wrestling match and just be big and strong and expect to win, or just be very fast and expect to win. But if you, if your mental, if your mental is not on top, if you don't think that you're about to go, you're about to go on the mat and you're about to win it all, or you're about to execute this hold a hundred times in a minute, and you don't expect to win, or you just don't think that you're tough enough, or you just don't, you don't have that mindset or mentality. Most of the time, you're not gonna win because a guy like me, I'm gonna try to break you. I'm gonna try to break you during a match. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make you wanna just give up earlier in the match and then it makes it easier for me to score on you or try to pin you so I just feel like this builds up your mentality not even just for wrestling just for life so when life starts to get tough you don't easily give up and you can find a way to get away in other situations or you know make it make it work improvise or you know be better as a person it's safe to say that you know what you want you know how to get there and you know what it's going
0: to take not only from you but your teammates and those are signs of a uh, pure leader I must say and anyone who knows me knows I'm big on leadership especially this year so tell to me how have you displayed leadership for both your team both on and off the mat
1: so I try on the mat. I try to go 100%. Never give up. Always trying to look into score. Always trying to just give it my all. Put everything on the mat. That's what coach always tries to stress in practice. Just put everything on the mat. Don't leave anything behind. Don't hold back on anything. And I try to imply that same thing whenever I step out on the mat in a tournament, whether it be in a dual meet or wherever I am, even in practice. I try to put it all on the mat. When we're going live at the end of practice, I just try to do everything that we learned in practice. I try to execute as much as I can, and if I don't, I just keep trying to ask questions to coach, see where I went wrong, ask questions to my, my practice partner or my teammates that might have seen me when I tried to hit a move, and see, I get their opinion, so I know next time I get into practice or next time I get into a match, I know what what points I need to focus on when I'm executing a hold or a move, and off the mat, I try, not, I try to lead off the mat by setting a good example in the hallways, like... Dr. Tesla tries to stress, wearing your IDs, I usually always have my ID on, so they don't usually get yelled at for it, or doing homework, or doing, doing good in the classroom, test grades and all of that, so they know if I'm holding that standard to myself, maybe they should be holding that standard to themselves too. Very good to hear. And you mentioned your classwork, obviously it's hard to juggle wrestling year
0: round. It's not only winter for you, but even in the off season you're working and wrestling as well. Those two having a balance. It usually grows hard on student athletes. But obviously during the off season and during in season, a huge part of wrestling is cutting weight. And I talked to Ruben about this. He told me his methods of cutting weight earlier in the season. But talk to me about the strategies that you enlist in to cut weight or meet weight or to make sure that your body's right for the next
1: match. My, my way my way of looking at cutting weight is you don't want to just, the day before, just lose 10 pounds and just drop 10 pounds the next day you feel terrible or the night of you feel terrible. I want Ideally, the ideal way for me to cut weight is to gradually lose it. And if you're focusing on practice, on just cutting weight, because cutting weight you should not be just doing in the practice room. The practice room is for learning and practicing new moves and executing holds, and it's not really just for cutting weight. But my ideal way to cut weight, I like to do it gradually, and then maybe two two days before, I just try to go to the gym, but I fuel up on fruits and any, any um, type of food with energy, and I just try to go to the gym, or maybe I go outside for a run, and I bundle up, run it off, do some exercises to get me sweating, and then... I like to have like a little something. I like to be a little bit more under the weight class I'm supposed to make. So either the night before, or the morning of, I can have something to eat so that recovery time is not so it's not so large, and it has such a big effect to my body because I still want to be a hundred at least the closest I can to 100% feeling good and feeling strengthened instead of just going down to the mat all fatigued and tired and then I can't wrestle to the best of my ability. So I like to like fuel up at the same time, but then I still want to be a good amount, like a good amount under my weight class so I can still get the nutrients I need and the essentials like proteins and potassium, magnesium, all of that good stuff.
0: And in the off season, how more or less intense
1: Or your workouts, or methods that you just named. Off season for me is more just perfecting moves and perfecting technique and all the holds. Um, Off season is like for me is a time to just sit back. Well, not sit back, but just really focus on what you did wrong during the season or what you might have not done as good during the season. You wanna fix it, you wanna add more weapons to your arsenal throughout the whole offseason. season because throughout the, all, the whole all season, you probably have about like nine months until the season starts up again back in November. So you have a lot of time to perfect yourself and try to learn more techniques. You get to away to camps. You can go across the country to get, get types of competition and versus all these other guys. Again, that are like nationally ranked or state ranked or all of these other guys that may have the same goal as you if they want to be a state champ. Like, for example, um, every April or March around that area, there's a tournament in New Jersey called War at the Shore where there's top competition around the. East Coast region, and usually it's, it's usually a tough tournament because it's not just kids that are just like average people or just average wrestlers that you know they win some, they lose some. These are guys that are state champions, county champions, county place winners, state place winners. So these guys are legit. So you're wrestling other people that have maybe. The same or if better credentials in you, and it's just constant competition and constant competing and just perfecting your technique for the regular season. How does
0: that feel though? Does it stress you out? Does it get you mad sometimes? Like, it takes a lot to, you know, get your body right and get your mind right. You can't do, you can't eat whatever like some people do, or you can't just take a break for two days because in those two days you could gain like five pounds and all your work goes to waste. So, talk to me, like, how does it feel for you?
1: Wrestling is a lifestyle because it's like, there's some part. Maybe there's a party that is like two days away from your wrestling meet, and it's supposed to be on snap. Like say for instance, you see something on Snapchat, the biggest party of the of the year, or maybe it's just you. You're walking home, you see the pizza shop and the lines filled, and maybe you want pizza that day, but you know that it may cost you and your team for a dual meet in the next two days, if. One, you're being selfish and you want to go and just do what you want to do. You want to have the diet that you want to have and you're not properly taking care of yourself. Because it's going to hurt you more than it hurts a team, but it's equally going to have it consequences. It may cost a team if you miss two weeks or if you take off a of practice for a long time. It may cost a team if you have a lot of soda or a lot of pizza that one day, just because you felt like it wasn't going to affect your weight too much. Or it may affect the team that or not, not even just a team in competition, maybe even in practice. One day, say for instance, my drill partner is not here. Now I have to go in a group of three and I slows down my, that slows down my work personally and it slows down my work and how I learn. And now I have to go wrestle somebody that's not in my weight class or maybe a few weight classes above or below. So now it messes up their flow. So now the flow of the room is a little messed up because that one person didn't show up. What is the hardest battle you have found yourself fighting mentally? Uh, um, I think the hardest battle I had mentally was probably last year. I was cutting... Last year, I was cutting for the Sayasa tournament, the Battle of the Belt, and I was cutting from being 160 to going to 154 and it was just a lot of food, my parents were cooking a lot they were making this good food constantly and I know I couldn't eat it because I'd be over so I have this selective diet of what I could and what I couldn't eat and I knew if I ate that I'd probably feel bad and then I'd probably be over and, and that's more work that I had to go and work my body out more than I need, needed to and that's going to lessen my recovery time and the whole plan so it's just mentally fighting myself to not, like, go crazy and just eat a whole bunch of food and not discipline myself. All right. Now, talk to me about not the captain
0: you've been, not the athlete you've been, not the leader you've been, not the wrestler you've
1: been, but the person you have grown to be during your time with Baldwin Wrestling. I feel like my person, my, like, me as a character, has grown in Baldwin Wrestling. It made me more discipline than how I was before before I used to make mistakes after mistakes and and just just in like in general not even just in school sometimes I used to mess up at home now I'm more disciplined about myself because now I know that especially since Murphy and Janasco and the whole coach staff really stressed how wrestling is a lifestyle and some of the videos that I've watched online I've changed like I used to just drink a whole bunch of sodas and just sit in my house Household day and just play like other games like Call of Duty and just not not really have like a plan for anything same and same. when I was wrestling it really taught me how to really discipline myself more and have a plan and just I don't just oh, I don't it's hard to describe because it's it's not really something I usually like evaluate every single day I know exactly how you feel yeah
0: Um my last question, how have you made a positive impact on Baldwin High School?
1: Have I made a positive impact? Yes. I feel like I made a positive impact on just just the school in general. The school,
0: any aspect of it, teachers, students, your team, just how have you made somewhat of a positive impact on the school?
1: I feel like I made a positive impact on the school by cause I have a very I have a very good work at work ethic, at least from what I believe. I'm always work I'm always working, so I feel like sometimes I inspire people to, you know, go for their goals or attack for what they want. And my motto from I believe when I was into freshman year, I want to be an Olympic champ. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to be an Olympic champ. Some people look at it, look at it like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's never gonna happen. You know how hard that is, and I tell them yes, but I'm not gonna why should I limit myself? Because it makes no sense to limit myself and be like, oh, I just want to be a county place winner, or I just wanna just make it to states barely and then I come short of that and then now I'm probably just a county place winner and now I have to live with that for the rest of my life instead of aiming extremely high and setting high standards for myself and putting all of that pressure on myself so i know what i need to work for how i'm going to work for it the amount of effort that i need and just what i want to accomplish in life in general so i feel like my work ethic has really inspired some other people maybe around me either on the team or in the school to just aim just aim extremely high and that there's no limits all right Thank you for joining me on the show. It's a pleasure. I
0: appreciate it. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. Blessings. What an interview that was. If you know me and you know the words Khalil just said, you can see why that was one of my favorite interviews of the year. Once again, thank you to Khalil for joining the show. I appreciate it. And I wish you the best of success for the rest of your season. But now we move to our pod star of the week. Tyler, who will you be highlighting? Why will you be highlighting them? And what can we expect from them for the rest of the season?
1: For our Pod Star of the Week, we're going to move it over to bowling for this week. Matthew Johnson is our Pod Star of the Week. He led the Bruins this past week and kept them undefeated, averaged over 200 pins versus Freeport, and led the Bruins in a sweep against Hempstead. Congratulations, Matthew, for being our Pod Star of the Week.
0: Congratulations to Matthew Johnson on winning Pot Star of the Week. You deserve it. And for now, not many people are talking about the fact that boys varsity bowling is 9-0 with two matches to go. But once you guys bring home that conference championship, I can assure you that I'll do everything in my power to get the word out. And that is what stuff like this podcast is for. To get the word out on all the success of all bowling teams. And right now, boys bowling is at the top of that list. But anyways... We have reached the end of our episode which means it is time to tell you guys all of the upcoming events happening for boys basketball girls basketball wrestling marksmanship bowling and winter track on january 14th boys basketball will face westbury at home at 7 pm they will travel on the road to hicksville at 4 30 pm on the 17th they will face northport at high on the 18th at 1.45 p.m. And then on the 19th, they will face Brentwood at Uniondale High School at 3 p.m. Yes, they have a back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Girls basketball will face Westbury at Westbury at 6.30 p.m. on January 14th. And then they have their own back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. On the 17th, they play Hicksville at 7 p.m. at home. On the 18th, they travel to Canarsie High School to face Cambridge Central at 6 p.m. And then on the 19th, they travel to Truman High School to face Longwood Prep. It is a busy, busy schedule for both of our basketball teams. Boys Wrestling will face off against Herricks at 6 p.m. on the 15th. And then they will travel to Freeport at 5.30 p.m. on the 17th. Co-ed's marksmanship will face Garden City on the 13th. Valley Stream on the 14th and Belmore Merrick on the 16th with all games coming at 4.15pm. Both boys and girls bowling will face both Oceanside and Roosevelt on the 13th and 14th respectively. For the boys, that Oceanside game on the 13th is a conference decider you want to be there. That will also start at
1: 4.30pm. Thank you for listening to the 17th episode of the Bald and Bruin Sports Podcast. As usual, if you are still listening, we appreciate you and all the support you have shown. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode. And another thing is me, Yao, and Mr. Kelly have been on the hunt to find the people who will take on our positions as hosts for next year. So if you're interested, you don't have to contact us yet, but just stay tuned and stay in the loop. Take care. Thank you for listening in on this
0: edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming
1: platforms.
0: Check us out on Instagram at Baldwin Sports Podcast.
1: Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin sports.